only difference we have is our genitals. <laughs> yeah, that's, <so laughs> but true. Everything, that's true. But everything is just the same. Whatever, um, in terms of um, being a pilot, the training of the man is just the same as a woman. Mm. So I do not think that there is even a slight difference of what makes a woman or a man a better pilot. So everything is already equal. Welcome to the Ambitious Tribe podcast with your chief encourager, Cassie Pajarillo. It's time to drive ambition and build a better business with a plan that's clear, transformative, progressive, and profitable. Now for your host, Cassie Pajarillo. Welcome, Ambitious Tribe. You are back for another episode of an, an amazing, ambitious story. And we are going to have here Cheska, and you will learn more about her. She is actually a Filipino pilot who actually went through some hurdles in her life, which I would rather let her make, um, I mean, tell her story because her story is pretty much out of the extraordinary too. But then again, this is the reality of life. So just as how we celebrate women, we have to also honor their story on what happened, what transpired, what brought them to this empowered decision. And I'm really excited because I met Cheska actually through NAS Academy. So we're each other, we're in a, the same community. And when I saw her story, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to this woman. And and um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, well, actually ladies and gentlemen, okay, fine. <laughs> Those who are listening, I would love to introduce to you Cheska. Hi, Cheska. Hi, Cassie, and to all your listeners. Right, so thanks for um, saying yes to this episode. Of course, it's an honor. Thank you right. so much for inviting me. So, so excited, actually. And um, okay, so Cheska, I, I mean, I've heard about your story. Um, I know you have... Um, you have actually ventured on videos and you're trying to do a lot of other things in terms of content creation. But maybe let's go and dive into pre-pandemic. <laughs> like what happened? Like, okay, so, okay. I, I know your story, our listeners may not have, but I would love to ask you first, Cheska, what made you actually turn yourself or pivot or choose to become a, a pilot? Okay. First of all, when I was still a kid, my dream was to become an astronaut. But since, <laughs> that's really funny, I know. But since in the Philippines, you cannot become a become an astronaut. So um, I, I ditched that idea. And so um, my, my, my parents wanted me to become a doctor. So I went uh, to nursing school. I finished nursing school. I am a registered nurse. But then my heart doesn't want to become a doctor. <laughs> and because I have kids already, that's why. So uh, I tried the travel industry because my, my dad is from Saudi Airlines before. So I I, I go I travel I traveled the world since I was a kid. So I wanted to try the airline industry and I tried as a flight attendant without knowing anybody with my height as a, as a hindrance because I'm only five one. And and I, I prayed to God that um, I wanted to know if this path is really for me. If I pass, then 
uh, I guess I'm not going to be a nurse or a doctor or whatsoever. So yeah, I passed and became a flight attendant for seven years. But then um, when I was a flight attendant, yeah, in the middle of, um, I think, three years or two years of becoming a flight attendant, since I wanted to become an astronaut, like what you told me earlier, like you wanted something more and you know that you can do something more. So whenever I see the pilots and my my, my pilot friends, I always ask them and um, tell them, uh, how can I become a pilot? What should I do? Et cetera, et cetera. But then I still don't have the money before because I just graduated from high, uh, college and I don't want to ask my parents for right. here. I'm sure that's a million. It's like, what, $20,000 just to have flight hours? More um, than? It's actually $5 million for the whole thing. Oh my gosh, that's a what? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. Okay. Tell us about that. How did you get into, how did you pull in all the money to become a pilot? I know. Crazy. Yeah. So I worked as a flight attendant, um, but then uh, I, in the middle of, uh, I think the third year or fourth year of my airline career, I decided to enroll in a flying school. But my flying school kasi is very nice because um, you can, you should not, uh, you can fly without paying the whole thing. So if you have like uh, 10,000 pesos, you can fly the plane, na, ganyan. So um, you don't need the whole thing just to finish it. So I actually finished it for three years. It uh, You can actually finish the thing with uh, one year. If you have money, if you have the time, if you're full-time. But then, since I was a part-time um, student, I'm a working student, uh, I finished the whole course for three years. So, wow. then the decision, well, with what you're asking, the decision came from me um, dreaming to become an astronaut, and that is the closest thing to become one. <laughs> Jessica, I mean, it's insane. Um, you, Your story actually is that you actually gave birth at such an early age. Yes. And you now have two children, is that correct? Two children? Yes, I have two kids. I gave birth at 16, and my eldest is 16 years old, and my youngest is 10. Crazy, right? And you became, you know, you you defied your parents' wishes of you becoming a doctor. I'm sure it kind of hurt them, you know. I'm sure it kind of got a, this a little heartache. But when you turned into a flight attendant, that's another crazy thing because um, in a pool, again, just what we said earlier off stage, right? That in a pool of people of, or, or in a pool of a lot of flight attendants, well, I mean, what's the next best thing of being a flight attendant anyway? Become a purser, become a that's it like what's next and yet you still opted to become um become a, a pilot but here's the thing you have two children you have kids to take good care of i'm sure the bills is crazy even if you're living with your parents but how did you actually produce that money to actually finish and that's five million that's a hundred thousand dollars well, well no that problem. is really good yeah actually and for i can prove that god really provided for you the whole thing if you have a dream then god will really provide for you so it's a family thing um my husband my my, my parents all of us helped each other with um with the tuition fee and then for the airbus scholarship I, for the airbus training i got the scholarship from airline so that's two million off my five million. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, scholarship and bank loans, and you know, 
um actually I, I am still paying for uh, the other things there but again I'm, I'm I, I have done my uh, I am here and done with my dream so even if I'm still paying for that thing it's okay <laughs> Yeah, of course, because you were able to accomplish it. But okay, let's go and dive into that day when you signed the paper and said, "Okay, I'm going to do this. It's five million. It's hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if I'm ever gonna pay for this." But what made you took the leap? I mean, I know it's a dream. Sure, a dream is something. But signing that damn paper and saying, "Okay, this is my application," I mean, what was the pivotal moment, and what were you feeling then? Because uh, I believe that whenever you have a dream and um, you are willing to do it, I always believe that you should make the first step. Because if I did not make the first step, then I mean, I don't want to live in regret. So if I did not make that first step, it's okay. If I, I didn't continue, if I continued, it's okay. As long as I had made that first step, that's the most important thing. So I'm always telling that to the students, to the aspiring pilots, like, Get a student pilot license, and then after that, decide. Because if you do not do one thing, at least a thing, you will not actually make it to step one. So that's the pivotal moment. So bahala na. It's the Filipino word bahala. Bahala na. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. So when you took the first step and you really braved into it, I love it when you said about you envisioned yourself into becoming an astronaut and then being a pilot is the closest thing, right? And then you made you know you made it possible by signing the damn paperwork and to jump on in that. When you actually paid for, I mean, that's, that's crazy money still, right? When you paid for your tuition, when you paid for this dream of yours, was it was it really just all your money or did you pull in? Like, what was the strategy that you did that made you like, you know what? what I, I mean, this is just a piece of paper. I mean, money is just a piece of paper. I'm going to produce it. God is going to provide or, or the universe, whatever that may be, right? What did you do? How did you do it? Well, um... I said it's a family thing. Like my my parents helped me, my husband helped me. Like everybody, I don't know how I cannot actually. Uh, I had scholarships from this. I had projects from this. You know, like small businesses. Even when I was still in college, I loved to do small businesses and I, I venture into businesses. So, I I got money from those things and a little bit of scholarship. So yeah, <laughs> it just paved the way. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. So you know, I love that when you said that too. Um, Wow, your story is amazing. Okay, so okay, so when you were already there, didn't you ever had an inkling that oh my god, this is hard? Why did I go for this? Why did I even dare do? I mean, were there lingering thoughts in your head, or maybe was there a, a time wherein oh my gosh, you can't pay for it anymore, but you're here? I mean, was there a some some sort of rebellion, or were you repellent at some point, or wanted to quit? I mean, is there any? Not rebellious, uh, not rebellious or something, but yeah, of course, I, I it slipped on my mind that uh, it's very hard actually. I, I've been through a lot just to finish this course, and but then I always remember why I started because you know, like when you're in the middle already and like you're halfway there, you're it's like half full or half empty, and I always see it as half full. So I don't want to stop there. That's why the, the time, actually, right, like right now, I don't have a job. But then 
I, I the dream is still there. I am I'm still um, inspiring other people. And even though I'm sometimes I'm, I'm not inspired actually, of course we're just human. Even if I'm not inspired, I always try to inspire other people because I just know I just want to remember why I started. That's why. Yeah, you know the big why is really really important, no? Like whenever there is a hurdle, you just go back to that. It's like okay, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, why am I ever going to quit anyway, right? But there are a lot of people, there are some people who would just, you know, say that, oh my God, this is just too hard. You know, that even if this is my why, even if, you know, I mean, money story, there is money stories involved that maybe, you know, how are you going to pay for the next tuition and so on and so forth, right? So I, I really feel the willpower that you had because I can see your, your eyes are sparkling every time you mention like, yeah, I made it. <laughs> I mean, I'm still paying for tuition, but I still made it. <laughs> you're like, okay, whatever, <laughs> right? Like, it's like you're super detached with the money component that you just held on to this dream. But okay, here's a little heartbreaking news, right? That the pandemic, the pandemic just hit, and then a lot of people, you know, a lot of jobs were, you know, they were laid off. There, I mean, I'm sure you were affected as well. And then a while ago, I asked you, how are you? What is going on? And we're like, oh yeah, I'm flying as a hobby. You're like, what? <laughs> That's an expensive honey, a hobby, honey. But <laughs> right. But can you tell us what was the transition like? That now that the pandemic is here, I mean, what would have been? What is a good plan for um, pilots like you who are not flying? What can they do in order for them to pick themselves up and then fly again? Okay, I'm um, actually. This is a very hard time for the aviation industry, not just yes. for pilots, but also for flight attendants, yes. for everyone, for everybody in the in the airline, in the airport yes. industry, actually. Yes. But you know, um, I was actually there, and I've been depressed for so many months. Yeah, I I, I won't lie. I've been depressed for so many months. But but you know, um, if you have kids, especially, you need to stand up. You need to do something. You cannot just sit there and, you know, so you cannot, like, even if you're a pilot, you cannot think, like, I am a pilot. I should just be a pilot. No. You think outside the box. You you sell whatever things you want to sell. You you do small businesses. You go into venture other things, home, uh, work from home or whatever. Um, I just think that this pandemic has, um, they call this, Um, can I say it in a Filipino word first? And then just <laughs> humbled, sorry, uh, humbled everybody. Okay. Uh, this pandemic has actually humbled everybody. Um, we are all equals, you know, even before we are equals. But sometimes I, I know people, especially pilots, who think that they are superior because they are pilots. But <laughs> this pandemic um, actually humbled everybody, even the most, you know, um, who think that they are the big ones or whatever. But then you can pick up yourself by trying other things. Actually, I applied for applied for other airline jobs at the moment, but they are still closed. The borders are still closed outside the country. So I actually applied for a hotel job. You see, like I, I just want to have that self-worth like I do, I do small businesses, I do whatever, but then, you know, like, sometimes you think that you need a purpose. You just, um, yeah. you just want to have that self-worth. And that is why I actually applied for a hotel job. And I am actually starting, um, well, they're waiting for me, actually, for on May. But then, that's funny, because, you know, sometimes pilots won't even um, go into work from home jobs or other jobs. 
but right now that's the only thing that we can do we need to survive and um especially to our kids you know we need to survive for our kids so don't don't ever feel that uh you need to um protect that standards to protect um your your position or whatever do something that um is worthwhile that will make you survive <laughs> this pandemic especially yeah i agree it's really humbling on how everybody is you know is on a reset kumbaga right everybody is on a reset nobody is superior nobody is on top of the mountain or on top of the summit everybody is in the same level like okay now be creative do what you needs to be done right you have a family to take good care of and i totally agree and i i really you know i hope that the airline industry the aviation and industry will pick up really really soon uh, i'm sure a lot of people are having cabin fever um, but the nomads are will always be nomads so Yeah, so I understand, right? Reality: the airline industry will not pick up until maybe three years. So three, yeah, three to seven years. years. If you don't want to become another, uh, with another job or something, so you need to do something right now. Not just wait for you to have a pilot job. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, how is everybody doing, though? I mean, what is everybody doing? I mean, at least your classmates or your co-pilot. What are they going through? And you, you've mentioned that you became a little depressed about the entire yeah. pandemic, too. And you're still flying. Like, why are you spending so money on flying? No, actually, I'm not spending money on flying. It's a free thing because of my content creation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> content creation. Right? I have friends who owns their ano, planes and everything. So I just, you know, like do that for the sake of me being in being sane. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I'm sure. Yeah, but I see what you're doing. Yeah, I see what you're doing in terms of because I've seen your YouTube channel, and it's actually great. Because number one, you're a woman who is telling everybody that hey, if you want to become a pilot or be in a in a position in a man's world, go the hell, go and do it, right? So that's good. Number two, you're actually educating people that it's not that hard, but you have to be dedicated too. That you're 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 the, those things that you're scared of are not actually valid. That you shouldn't even scared of. Because it's funny, I, I watch your YouTube video and you were saying like. Um, something like okay, is one of those things that you're scared of. What if you don't have a 2020 vision, and then is that it? And then you're not gonna go for your dream anymore. Like what? Why is I gonna do that? But okay, for the sake of those people who are listening, right? How can a person become a pilot anyway? And what is the process in order for them to become one? Well, the number one thing is that you need to decide if you want to become one. That's the only thing, actually, <laughs> because sometimes they think that they want to become a pilot, but it's just because the society or people are just telling them to become one, and that's the hardest part, actually, to become a pilot because, you know, this is a full time, like you will study your whole life, literally, like every six months we do trainings. Like if you don't pass that simulator training, you can just, you know, uh, you will lose your license. Really? really lose your license wow. so this means you need to study until you get old until you're 67 really it's every six months is this globally practiced the uh, all over the world yeah all, over the world. all airlines so every six months you have to renew your license 
uh, it's actually not actually a renewal. It's a simulator exam. So, um, all okay. the uh, emergency procedures you need to pass. Oh different emergency procedures every six months like for example there's um an emergency that happened recently and then you will discuss that you will try that on the simulator so that whenever that thing happens again you will know what to do so it's a commitment actually so for you to become one you need to decide that's why i'm telling them and then the next step maybe is that the step one that i did you find a good school and you get that uh, student pilot license and then after that you decide because uh and then you get orientation flights you try orientation flights because sometimes you know when you're there in the aircraft <laughs> you then decide that you do not want I, i know some people who 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 are like that wow yeah as in they're in the middle of the training they've spent almost 200 and they didn't want it you know like you need not to for me. Mm-hmm. so Do orientation flights. Try uh, as much as possible. There's flying clubs out there. Try it, so that you will know if you really want it. And then it's a commitment. So, and if you want to know all the steps, I have my YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So, but this is so interesting, right? So, um, wow, I didn't know about that a globally thing. I mean that you have to do the simulation every two, every every six months. Now, here's the thing: there is, you know, there is a stigma. I mean, actually, it's not stigma, but there is this saying of you know our usual parents and stuff that once you are a pilot, oh my gosh, they're millionaires. That these are the people. I mean, once you're a pilot, you are like born with gold and silver and everything. That your pay is more than crazy, right? I mean, is that true? Well, that is true with the international airlines like Emirates, um, Etihad, uh, Qatar before pandemic. Yeah. Before pandemic. Yeah. Uh, after after pandemic, I cannot <laughs> be sure. <laughs> I, I know. I don't know. But um, here's the thing: before you get to that um, salary, you know the bars that we that we wear. You need to ex- uh, get experience. You need to to shell out at least like hundred thousand dollars, or you need more. So you have spent a lot of money first, a lot of time, effort, and commitment before you actually get that salary. And that is why our salary is big. Actually, here in the Philippines, it's not that it's not that big, um, honestly. But in the international airlines, it is. But then you know that's why it's very big because we are very uh, we are responsible for 180 like me for 180 yes. passengers yes. on board every yes. single flight. Yes. Whatever happens there, you know, like uh, this job is very risky. One more thing, this job is very risky. You do not know what will happen tomorrow, other day, or whatever. So um, I think the pay is just equal to what you know what we are doing. It's not that we we may look like. Um, it's very easy, you know. We have autopilot, but then no, oh, we're studying a lot of things. Like uh, learning never stops. So the pay is just yes. We have seven budgets out there in the international airlines, 
Like in the Philippines, no? Huh? <laughs> 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 right? No, but that's true. So, did it ever occur to you also that you are gonna pursue, I mean, aside from your the dream, of course, right? Did it ever occur to you that, okay, the salary, did you, I mean, the typical conversation with the parents, right? That, hey, you're gonna spend $5 million, $100,000 in this, and then what? And then this is just the salary? I mean, did you, I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, the typical Asians, right? We get into this kind of conversation. So, Did I ever occur to you? But I actually haven't, um, because uh, I, I have this mantra that God will provide. So I actually don't care. I love that. It happens tomorrow, God will provide. So I, I literally think of the salary. It's just that I wanted to become one. That's it. Yeah, right? Like your dream is just bigger than anything else. And you know, the rest of the factors. I don't care about you. Go away. I don't care about you. <laughs> right? Like, God is just going to make way and pave the way. All right. So, that's how yeah. this is really interesting. Okay. So, you know, um, thing is that, I mean, I, I, the, the, one of the reasons also that I wanted to speak with you here is aside from knowing your story, sharing your story, and being, you know, in a sea of a lot of gentlemen, and here you are, a woman who is flying, you know, airplanes, um, I just wanted to ask you this question though. Like, what do you think, right? What do you think or what would you say to those women who are still hindering themselves from pursuing a certain goal or a certain dream that they have? I mean, what is what would be your good words of wisdom perhaps for them? Or what would be a good first step for them to finally enable that dream that they have? Um, I, I actually hate the phrase when they not be a fight. That's actually I get still get that from other passengers until right now. Until I, now. I get, sorry, what is it that you said? You we got you got cut off. Yeah. Um, some passengers still tell us girls that we cannot be pilots. And oh, uh, why are there pilots? You know, like. Really? But the thing is, uh, yeah, really. So. Uh, if you see actually my TikTok comments, <laughs> sometimes there are like that. So I don't care actually. But the thing is, it's still here. They're still thinking about that. But when you think about it, the only difference we have is our genitals. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> but true. that's true. But yeah. everything is just the same. Whatever, um, in terms of um, being a pilot, the training of the man is just the same as a woman. Mm. So I do not think that there is even a slight difference of what makes a woman or a man a better pilot. So everything is already equal, you know? Like, I am also right now training for the Air Force Reservist. So there are a lot of, lot of men, but then we are like uh, uh, women, and some, are, some of them are actually my friends, who I am also empowering to, you know, telling them that There's no profession for specifically for men or women. Whatever yeah. you want to do, do it. Life is short. Do what you do what you want to do. If whatever that career path you want to be in, go for it. Because again, the only difference is our genitals, our body. That's it. <laughs> we still have the we have eyes, we have nose, we have mouth, we have hands. <laughs> It's the same thing. Yeah. Has more skills because you know we we have uh, we do multitasking. 
all the time. <laughs> like we are good at multitasking, and you know, do not do not ever um, doubt yourself if you're a woman. Uh, I actually get that question a lot often, uh, every day. Actually, every day when I see my Instagram, my TikTok, how can I be a pilot if I'm a woman? I don't care. I'm here. What I'm telling them, I'm here. I am a living proof that you know women pilots exist, and there are women pilots out there right now. And again, when I I receive messages like like um, people thanking me that uh, women pilots who are now official private pilot or commercial pilot telling me they became pilots because of me, uh, I'm really really thankful because you know women pilots are increasing. At the yes, moment. that's so true. That's so true. Chaska, did you have any imposter syndrome or are you still are you still healing a part of you? I mean, do you still have that? Of course, I am still healing. I am actually, I cannot say I'm 100% healed because whenever I see an airplane or whenever I hear one, because I live near Naia. <laughs> so whenever I hear the aircrafts um, taking off, you know, sometimes it, it still hurts. That's yeah. why I, I fly when people told me that I, I do hobby flying because just for me to keep me, to keep me sane, to see aircrafts, even if the one that I carry, just you know if <laughs> just for me to be healed actually it's a way of healing also so wow, yeah for me to pivot into other things was there any day that you doubted yourself because like right now you're not flying i mean i know that now that you're having hobbies but did it ever occur to you that will i ever fly um what if i don't fly anymore what if you know i mean what all these what if did it ever occur to you and how did you actually brave that how did you heal that So actually, I, I'm not asking myself what if uh, I don't fly again. I'm a- asking myself when. when. That's the only. That's the only question I have in mind because I am sure that I will soon, but I'm not sure when. So that is the thing that I'm praying to God. Like, <laughs> when, <laughs> I please I, make it happen I already. <laughs> yeah, but I. I Doubts, but the doubts. I, I'm sure. Um, actually, I when I when I was waiting for you, I was editing my video because we need to publish it tomorrow. And this is a video about um, people, uh, pilots all over the world, the, the YouTube YouTuber pilots, etc. The famous pilot asked them one question. Ask them, um, is it um, nice to pursue flying career in this 2021, even if the aviation industry is down? Because people are losing hope already. Like mm-hmm. I know, I know a lot of pilots losing hope already, and um, I want to publish this not just for myself. You know, like this is a life-changing video because I want to tell the world like it's also for me. Yeah, it's not just for them, for me. You know, like whenever I I, I watch the other pilots tell their stories, tell their whatever, they're the only thing that they told in those in those videos is that uh, you need to wait, you need to be patient. Because the aviation industry is down, but we also experienced that during the 9/11. Yeah. 9/11. Yeah. So you know, there's seasons, down seasons, but then if you really want it, you will wait. So right now, my question is when, when? and not what day. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's amazing. That's so beautiful, Cheska. Okay, so now that you're not flying, or at least you're doing your hobby flying, right? And you now ventured into content creation. And did you ever have that skill anyway? And then how did you get into content creation? And you edit well, huh? I mean, in fairness. <laughs> This is really funny because during my... um. When, when I was a student pilot, I haven't even done a video at all. Not all. <laughs> That would have been a perfect view. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to publish. I do not want to post on Instagram or anywhere else. Anyway, so that the funny thing is, when I was in the airlines now, and then um, they were giving me, um, they were about to give me the Airbus scholarship. The CEO is also a woman. Yeah. She's also um. So I'm so proud. Anyway, yeah. so she wanted to have a women empowerment video, uh-huh. and then she featured me for the airline. And then, um, starting there, like that was I think 2017 or 2018. From there, like I told the video there that um, when I am flying the Airbus A320, I I will know that I'm there already. And then from there, I I saw that people uh, wanted to see the journey. You know, they wanted to see what will happen next. And so, I was still a student pilot back then. So, uh, I told myself, and I'm okay. I think I need to share my story to the world. <laughs> I don't have much choice. <laughs> so, so, because you know, like you can actually inspire people. And then when I saw the comments and everything. And then eventually it all, I know, it all follows. Na everything from the business, from the deals, from the um, sponsorships, from the brand deals, etc. So I think I started 2018. Yeah. So I don't have the skills of editing, of making a video, nothing. And so uh, I, I started YouTube 2019. I know 2018. So. That was actually just for the sake of, you know, because people are always asking, how do I become a pilot? This question, this question, etc. So, I I told myself, why do I why why won't I make a video about one uh, a video about uh, these things that people are always asking me? Yeah. And then so I a uh, first video, but the next video after that I was after eight months. <laughs> 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 I really don't, it it's wasn't not thing. Yeah. It's yeah. not actually a thing. And I do not know how to edit. I have all these ideas. If you just see my um, notebook, I have like a ton of videos um, title. Yeah. But then, you know, I have the ideas, but I don't have the skills. I don't have the time. And then I, from there, I learned. I, I bought a camera. Uh, actually, the first video that's not even my camera. It's a camera of my. Um, it's uh, he's a photographer. He's a, a cousin of my husband. <laughs> So anyway, so that's my content creation journey, and right now I'm doing my thing. I I, I enjoyed NAS because I, I <laughs> because you know they uh, taught us how to do the Adobe. I don't even know how to use Adobe at all. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know we need to keep learning, and that's what I call adapting. I, I don't have a choice before I have an editor because I have all the money to pay the editor and now I don't have the money to pay the editor. To <laughs> conserve energy and conserve money, you know, and um, I do editing myself. And uh, I actually started editing January this year only. Beautiful. Yeah, that's so cool. 
we can all learn, you know. Uh, everything is a learning process. Even if you're not, it's not your thing. It can, it may be your Make thing. Your thing. And, you have to discover. Mm-hmm. You have to discover new things. You can. You should not just, you know, stop wherever. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you enrolled. Okay, that's so okay. good. Yeah. So we're scholars. Ah, you're also scholar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. we don't. We don't. Need to pay, so uh, that's why I actually applied there also. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Like you know, like I mean, I, I'm I'm really on and off because a lot of people now are being content creators. They are now like I myself am, right? And going through this entire journey, it's not about perfection. It's about learning, doing the work, and then learning along the way and getting better at it. And I think it resonates as well with becoming a pilot or whatever industry that you are in or you're on because experience really is the one that will teach you that's why you have simulate simulation training. simulation training right every six months because things are happening happening up in the air right and you guys gotta like learn like hey okay i mean that happened over there let's not make it happen for you guys so you gotta take it so i kind i kind of see where it's coming from that it's not just about you know because I, I i understand there's now autopilot some pilots get to sleep on the plane you know in the long flights and that's what they were saying that oh you know you're just like laying down there and yeah. sometimes you're sleeping stuff like no that's not how it works <laughs> right so it's just yeah. so amazing on how you were able to pivot um and pivot into this pandemic and what are the plans what are your plans then while you're still waiting for the air industry to open up well, yeah, first I enrolled in the Air Force, so I'm still on training it's until May. And then when May comes, uh, the job that I was telling you about the hotel thing, I'm actually one of the managers, etc. <laughs> they actually did. Because yeah. uh, the thing that, uh, that I applied there, because it's a women empowerment hotel. It's a luxury hotel, that's why. So I, I wanted to try it. And they, they made a position for me, actually. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. The, the the hotel industry is a beautiful industry. I came from the hotel industry myself. So yeah, my greatest dream was to become a general manager of a hotel. Yeah. I was this close, but that will be another story altogether. Maybe we can talk about it offline. But congratulations! But so you're gonna go for that that position, and it's still the same tourism industry anyway, and hospitality industry anyway. I'm sure you're gonna fit in, and you're gonna blend really well. Um, yeah. So I think you know. Yeah, and then do content creation. Like, and there's so many things that you can do. Don't limit yourselves, right? So, okay. So for those who are listening here, and you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people now are just saying, oh, "Okay, you can do this. You can do that." Like, what else can you tell those people who are maybe, um, maybe stuck in a rut, like? Oh, it's easy for you to say that you can, you know, you're 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 now in a hotel industry, or it's easier for to say you're a content creator because you can you got a scholarship. And how would I mean? What would you tell these people just to further encourage them that just you know just go do it, guys? We run our own race. (laughs) That's the thing. Before I got here, I have been through a lot also, and I am actually still going through a lot. Mm. So you should not judge people based on their interviews based on what they say yep. but we i am here to encourage you guys that if i can do it you can also do it that's yep. the only thing it's um uh sometimes because people always see just the face of uh, you know the front yep. of what's happening but yep. behind that uh, those things uh 
we are also going through a lot. So, do not, and one more thing, do not always look at social media. Like, sometimes when we see social media, everything is perfect, right? Who wants to post negative things? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, they all always pretend to see real life, um, perfect life, their perfect lives. But then, behind those things, my gosh, people, nothing's perfect. And uh, especially in the this pandemic, people are going through a lot. So, I am sure if you are going through a lot right now, the only thing that you should do is number one, pray. Number two, do something about it. Whatever it is. And number three, decide what you really want. And number four, never ever um, ano yung mahilaan in the church? Don't, don't be shy. <laughs> don't be shy or embarrassed. Whatever, selling, uh, pivoting on things, um, uh, I'm, I'm selling everything that I could before uh, during the pandemic. I cannot stress out how many things I already um, tried, business ventures that I've tried, just so I can, you know, sustain and know if that's for me. And never uh, be afraid. Uh, and don't live, don't live in regret. Do what you want to do uh, in life because life is short. Absolutely. You know, I totally agree with you when you said that life is short. Do the damn thing. God will pave way and will, you know, will will provide for whatever your heart desires. But you gotta down write on that damn paper and submit it <laughs> and go for it because, you know, my my husband would always say too, like you know, money is gonna come, right? So if this is something that you really want and is it going to help you produce more of let's just say for you content creation or will it spark you more joy that's what you're still flying right just go and do it because either way money is still gonna come it's ever evolving so why are we gonna hinder ourselves right one more thing. right one more showing um whenever like i do this talks i do everything right like this uh interviews etc without the payment right it's okay because you know one day like i do talks with pay so the thing is i there are things that you should agree on like you you choose your battle like there are things that you should agree on like the money and the job will follow yes so, brand endorsements it will follow Absolutely. If you just do your thing you post these things that you do they will follow so the money will follow the job will follow and yeah do as much interview as possible for me huh? because you know you never know who you will reach whenever like your your listeners may not be my listeners so i also want to spread like spread the word spread whatever i can do to encourage people yeah, it's all about the integrity, right? It's in the integrity and choosing your battle and not saying yes to everything, but yeah. pursue what will direct you to the dream yeah. that you have. Yeah. So beautiful, Cheska. Thank you so much. Um, how can they where can they find you? I mean, I know you're on social all social, but go plug anyway. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm all on all social media um, platforms. And uh, for my Facebook, it's actually Filipina Pilot Tales from the Skies. And for my Instagram, Laika, YouTube, everything, it's Filipina Pilot Cheska. 
And that's C C H E zebra. Okay, not S K. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say it's the Z girls. <laughs> yeah, Chaska. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's um. I actually do YouTube every week. Hopefully, twice a week. I'm trying my best. But <laughs> We're <what>? trying our best. Quantity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say quantity sometimes for important, but then for me, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But we we do what we can, right? So that's so good. All right. So thank you so much, Jessica, for being here with us. I truly love the your the energy that you have for you know for unapologetically sharing your story. That it's okay if you're not flying right now. It's okay if you don't have a job right now. It's okay to do and make ways, right? And don't be embarrassed, right? And it's okay that everything's gonna be okay and everybody is in the same footing. But you have a choice on how you're gonna make things happen. Thank you so much for those lovely words. All right, so those of you who are listening, you know what to do. Go ahead and subscribe and follow, and we'll see you again next time and hear from you again next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. You just finished listening to another episode of the Ambitious Tribe podcast by Cassie Pajarillo. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave Cassie a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. It's also available on Spotify and Google Podcast. Don't forget to tag Cassie Pajarillo on Instagram or message her straight on LinkedIn. You may also head over to the Ambitious Tribe with a Plan Facebook group and be encouraged by soul-aligned and ambitious humans on the planet. Remember, you can definitely build a better business.